Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson, welcoming you to the May 5th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by the Security Federal Bank. Security Federal has 17 locations between Columbia County and Columbia, South Carolina to serve you. Uh, they are interested in helping you sign up for the Federal Paycheck Protection Program if you are a self-employed individual, uh, what's called a gig worker, that is those who get 1099s maybe from various um, uh, companies, um, includes Uber drivers, just people who work odd jobs, any of those folks could potentially qualify for the Federal Paycheck Protection Program. Also includes churches, nonprofit organizations. Um, I would encourage you, if you think that you might be eligible for that program, please get that application in before the end of May, because as of right now, that is when that program shuts down. We also encourage you, if you just need to get your financial house in order, you may have some credit issues, uh, see the financial counseling unit there at Security Federal. Uh, they provide this service free of charge uh, because they just want to help you get your house in order. If your goal is to purchase a home, purchase a car, et cetera, et cetera, uh, they can guide you through that process so that you can get ready to do that. Of course, they would love for you to become a bank customer, um, but you don't have to be one to start to start with that program. So uh, I encourage you to get out. Uh, if you need help, assistance, uh, please reach out to my good friends at Security Federal because that is an excellent way to help yourself and to support the work that I do here at Local Matters. The show is also brought to you by Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. Uh, that is my management consulting firm. I provide services to nonprofit organizations as well as local governments. Uh, and I have a local matters tab there on my website. Uh, you go to that tab. The website is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com. If you go to the Local Matters tab, uh, you will see every show that I have done uh, since March of last year. In particular, I'd love for you to go back and listen to the last couple of shows I did because uh, I talked about the implications of the American Rescue Plan. Uh, that is actually the formal name of President Joe Biden's stimulus package, the $1.9 trillion stimulus. Uh, that uh, has implications for local governments across the country. So I talked some about how it is that local government should go about planning for how they use their, those resources. Uh, I like to think of it as not just a way to spend money, but to invest money. Uh, that is to put that money into things that will have a return on that investment long-term. So I spoke about that and a couple of other little topics as well. Also, the show before that was one of my most popular shows. I had Miss Lynn Bailey from the Richmond County Board of Elections uh, talk to us about the changes in Georgia's voting laws. 
I think all of us were probably a little confused because there were so many different uh, versions that were introduced and discussed. Uh, she reviewed for us the major aspects of what actually was approved and signed into law by Governor Kemp. So uh, please go pull up uh, those episodes if you miss them. And like I always say, say uh, the technology allows you to share those episodes. Uh, so please share them with uh, friends, family, and others that you believe could benefit from that information. Uh, for today's show, I am referring to this as the 232 show. Uh, based upon things that are happening in our local community right now. And I also have a couple of guests with us that will describe in detail the events that they have coming up. Um, but uh, two uh, refers to two lawsuits. Uh, if you check the newspaper and check the, the news, you'll see that a couple of lawsuits have been filed that are relative to important topics in our area. First of those is that uh, the media, uh, a group of media have teamed up. They've hired an, a local attorney uh, and they have sued the city of Augusta in relationship to their refusal to release information related to the candidates for the Augusta Fire Chief position. We talked about this a little last week. I referred to the Georgia Open Records Law and why that exists. Uh, also talked about some of the pitfalls of that law in terms of how it could subject candidates for public positions, um, those who've applied for those jobs, it could subject, subject them to some adverse consequences uh, if their names are out there and their employers don't feel good about them having applied for another job. Um, the purpose of this litigation, as I can see it, is that uh, the media is saying we're entitled to the information. City of Augusta, you don't have the option not to release the names of at least three finalists for this job. Uh, on the other hand, the city is arguing that they have essentially a sole finalist. There was only one person who uh, they believe was qualified for the job. And that is the reason that they don't feel like they have to release the names of the other three uh, individuals. Um, interesting here in this case, because they did, I understand, interview at least four people. Uh, so the newspapers expecting, a newspaper and the TV stations are expecting that they release the names of all four, uh, whereas the city says they only need to release the names name of one, the one, the one sole finalist that they have so far. So this case has actually made its way into Superior Court. Uh, we understand that our newest Superior Court judge, who is former State Senator Jesse Stone, is hearing this case, and he may be releasing a ruling on that uh, as early as today. Next lawsuit uh, pertains to another topic that we discussed uh, several weeks ago, uh, several, maybe a couple months ago. I had attorney Ben Allen on, and we discussed what at that time was the potential split of the Augusta Judicial Circuit. Since we had that conversation, of course, the legislature voted to approve the split and the governor signed that into law as well. Uh, now we have a local attorney that, frankly, I don't know. His name is Willie Saunders. I'm not familiar with him, but he has filed litigation and asked for an injunction to stop this because of right now it's supposed to go into effect on July 1. Um, his allegations and his litigation are that this is a violation of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. 
in the sense that he believes this new circuit restricts and disenfranchises Black voters um, because this new circuit that is created in Columbia County, the white majority circuit composed only of Columbia, um, is just that. It's a white majority circuit. So apparently his feeling is that uh, Black voters would have less of an opportunity to influence outcomes because the new district, new circuit is so much a majority white one. It also addresses the role of the uh, judicial council. There is a Georgia judicial council that normally handles uh, these types of matters. And um, his allegation is that they were not allowed to do their jobs, <clears throat> that in fact their power was usurped, is, if I read correctly. Um, the next thing is um, he believes that this is closely tied to the election of the circuit's black first black district attorney. So uh, we'll see how this goes. That new circuit is to go into effect starting July 1, which of course is right around the corner. Uh, and he's alleging also um, uh, that there was no planning put in place to protect the rights of the citizens in all three of the counties that are involved with this judicial circuit. So that's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. Uh, I will say that I am not so surprised uh, that someone would come forward to challenge this because it is such a major change and it did go through with so little discussion. I mean, typically you would expect that the Judicial Council uh, would be asked to research this issue. They look at things like caseloads and things like that, and we, we just haven't seen a whole lot of data coming out of this. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds and the impact on the rest of us in the area. So two lawsuits, three mayoral candidates. Um, this week, uh, we saw that Mr. Charlie Hanna, who is president of the Richmond County Board of uh, Education, has uh, decided to announce uh, that he is running for mayor. We already had two people announced earlier this year. The first was current uh, Commissioner Dennis Williams, who represents District 2. Uh, the next was Stephen Kendrick, who's a tax commissioner. And now we have a school board member. So essentially, we have three current elected officials who have declared that they are running for mayor. Uh, the mayor race doesn't take place until May of 2022. And some of you are saying, gosh, it's a year. You know, why is it so early that people are coming out to it? announce. And, you know, as I talk to people about that, I get a, a few answers. One is everybody wants to get out there early thinking if they state their names early, that will discourage other people who might be thinking about it from jumping in the race. Um, you know, they want to try to discourage competition as best they can because, you know, everybody's trying to win. The next thing is people want to get endorsements early. Uh, some of these folks are actively engaged now. They, as well as their campaign teams, are actively engaged in um, trying to garner support and endorsements. 
they also are out trying to raise money. Um, the, the goal, of course, you run for office. We've talked about how much money it takes. I mean, folks are looking at having to raise up to $60,000, maybe even $100,000 to run for mayor. So if you get your name out first, you get some early supporters, um, you start getting some early funding commitments from people, uh, they think that it is to their advantage to announce as early as possible. Now, having said all that, I wouldn't be surprised at all if additional candidates emerge. Um, you know, last time I think there were at least five people who ran for mayor. That was eight years ago uh, or seven years ago. It'll be eight years by the time 2022 run, rolls around. I understand that there were probably, I think, five candidates in the race at that time. So um, don't be surprised if there are at least five this time. Uh, and don't be surprised if some of those announcements come forward uh, pretty soon, let's say within the next month or, or two, we hear that there are additional folks who are seeking the office of mayor, as well as uh, the other offices on the uh, ballot for commission seats. Also, we want to talk about two big events uh, coming up on May 8th. Uh, we have a couple of lo local organizations, both of which have been featured on Local Matters before. Uh, one of those uh, organizations is the Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition. Uh, Reverend Chris Johnson is going to join us in a minute or so to talk about their Educate to Vaccinate effort. Uh, we know that a lot of folks have been reluctant to get vaccinated. So Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition is trying to get information out there so people uh, understand um, how important it is to take this step and they know, uh, have an opportunity to know what it is that they're uh, getting injected into their bodies. Uh, they know about where to get it done. And uh, they've got a couple of, of upcoming activities uh, this Saturday um, that, they, that Reverend Johnson is going to describe to us. Also, I have Ms. Tracy George, who has also been a guest on this program. Um, she is with the Coalition for the People's Agenda. They have a huge event planned on this Saturday. Uh, and those two organizations are working together to link their event. So it's not like you'll have to choose between one or the other. Uh, you can do both and uh, they'll talk about uh, how you can make that happen to support these events. Uh, one uh, specifically COVID related, the other one voter education uh, related. Uh, so please uh, learn more about those events uh, and try to get out and support them as best as possible. Uh, thanks for being a part of our Local Matters family and uh, please pay attention to uh, the words of Reverend Christopher Johnson and Mrs. Tracy George. Hello there. This is the Reverend Christopher Johnson of the Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition, located here in Augusta, Georgia. Currently, the Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition is operating, trying to operate in 19 counties, including the county in Aiken County, which is across the border from Augusta. We're trying to help our communities right now to get rid of COVID-19. Uh, the Great Augusta Interfaith has enacted the program called Educate to Vaccinate, along with the Voter Initiative Program 
in which we partner with cities, with counties, we partner with regional health departments to make sure that we can get the vaccines to the people who need it most. We're also providing transportation for people to to receive their vaccine, we would we pick them up and we take them to the po uh, take pick them not to the poll, take them to receive their vaccines from the various health departments. Currently, this coming week, we we're going to Hancock County on May 8th, which is this coming Saturday. We invite you to come and join with us and also invite you to help us to get the word out to everyone who lives in Hancock County that we're coming on this Saturday to, at 9 a.m. We'll be going to the Hancock County Youth Center, which is located at 12560 Augusta Highway, Sparta, Georgia, on the main highway going towards Sparta, downtown Sparta. Well, vac vaccination transportation will be provided. Uh, you can call 706-444-5777. You can have people to call right now, 706-444-5777. Most people who live in Hancock kind of work outside of Hancock. And we're kind of what we're trying to do, we're trying to take the vaccine to Hancock County on a Saturday when most people offer, more people have access to it, to go downtown to receive the vaccine. Uh, we will be calling people, we'll be calling people and picking up people from Mayfield, Springfield, all of the various surrounding areas in Hancock County to take them to, to get the vaccine. Uh, we knew, I've been told that we'll be using the, the um, Moderna vaccine instead of the Pfizer. The Moderna vaccine has an age limit that goes down to 18. We were hoping to have the Pfizer so we can go all the way down to 16, but unfortunately, we do not have that vaccine available for us on this week. So we'll be using Moderna. And so that goes down to 18. The Hancock County uh, school system has been closed due to COVID-19. It has not opened, not even to give people, the kids an opportunity to go to school because of the high rate of COVID-19 that exists in Hancock County. The school board, you know, schools closed and the medical facilities there are closed to outside. We can't go and visit our loved ones because currently the, the, the infection rate for Hancock County is too high. So we're going to Hancock County to teach and to answer questions that are concerning the vaccine. We want to, uh, we, the program is designed and developed to, to help citizens to learn about the various vaccines in order to do some myth busting over some things that people may have heard or read or tweaked or looked at through the computer. Because our goal and desire is simple. We, is to encourage all citizens to take the COVID-19 vac vaccination. Because we know one thing, we're not safe until everyone is safe. And the COVID-19 response project is designed and developed to connect the hard to reach citizens. The hard to reach citizen to the needed COVID-19 vaccine.
that's what we're doing. And, and, and of course, you know, we are Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition. We strive for 100% voter participation in an informed decision of democracy. We will provide, again, a, a voter registration. We're going to also be providing voters education to also educate the voters on the new law so everyone can be prepared to go and vote for the candidate of their choice. We want to inform voters that, you know, they need they need ID, give them instruction up front if they want to request the absentee ballots. So we're gonna be doing that. Also, we have some live entertainment that will be taking place. We have food that will be there, information will be given out, and again, vaccine. So we're trying to do a, a somewhat called a wraparound service. We're trying to do a lot at one time since we have the populace there, and also food will be given away. Uh, so please come and join us this May 8th, this Saturday, upcoming Saturday at 9 a.m at the Hancock County Youth Center. Some call it the uh, skating rink, which is located 12560 Augusta Highway, Sparta, Georgia. Now again, for, for those that need transportation to, to, to take the vaccine for their friends and loved ones and themselves, they can call 706-444. Five seven seven seven. That's seven zero six four 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 five seven seven seven. If you want to volunteer to help us, you want to get involved, you can also call seven zero six four 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 five seven five three seven zero six four 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 five seven five three. This educate to vaccinate project and and Hancock County is a partnership. It's a partnership with the city of Sparta, Hancock County, uh, North Central Georgia Health District, and Black Voters Matter. We're also partnered with everyone who's willing to help us. So please join with us. Please help us. You have an extra bus, an extra van, an extra car to help us to carry people, take people to receive their vaccination. Please join us. That You can call us to join the volunteer helpline at 706-444-5753. To volunteer, 706 444 five seven five three or you can email us at covid19 at augustavote.com that's covid19 at augustavote.com you the great augusta interfaith coalition we strive for 100 citizen participation in the democratic system of informed voting we we believe in striving for the support for the disabled care for the earth and social activism as a community service organization. Since 1998, the Great Augusta Interfaith has been on the trail to help men and women, boys and girls to achieve a vibrant, vibrant life, vibrant existence and, and, and understanding what takes place between, between the public and, and the governmental sphere. So we invite you at this time again to come join with us on May 8th at nine o'clock a.m. as we as we journey to Sparta at, at the Hancock County Youth Center. Then, it would, then that would be a motorcade from Sparta 
around two ish to come back towards Augusta, in which we will end up at the James Brown Arena, where we will celebrate John Lewis Good Trouble. We will come, we'll celebrate John Lewis Good Trouble and, 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 and the fight to make sure that voting becomes a a, a right for all people to vote and become easier. So that will take place at the James Brown Arena around four o'clock. So that will be a lot of food. There will be a lot of fun. There will be a lot of entertainment. So we enjoy, invite you to come be with us. We also, we also will be providing a COVID education program there to educate the vaccinate, which we'll be teaching men and women about the vaccine and try to encourage them. Because one thing we do know, one thing we do know is that we're not all we're not free from COVID-19 until everyone is vaccinated until COVID-19 goes into remission, right? Until COVID-19 goes into remission, COVID-19 disappears. All the various strains of COVID-19 is creating havoc. So please, please, please give us a call. Call us. Email us at COVID-19 at AugustaVote.com. If you want to join with us and help us, that is COVID-19 at AugustaVote.com. We are here. We're here for the fight. We're here for the long haul. We're here to try and make sure that, that COVID-19 stops in its tracks here in the, in, in the, in the Augusta, Richmond County areas, surrounding areas in the 19-county region of the Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition. Again, I am the Reverend Christopher Johnson with the Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition that we believe 100% that, you know, we got to get in it. We believe that we are the, the this country, the people of, of the government, of the people, for the people, and by the people, so the people have to be involved. We need, for, we need citizens involved in every sphere of government. We need citizens involved in every direction, because we believe that when citizens are firmly involved, then therefore there's freedom in the system, there's equity in the system that, that will, reduce, will cut down disparity in the system. We believe that when all the, when the citizens involved in, in, in government and what's going on, therefore there'll be a clear transparency from what, what the citizens think and what the citizens know. Again, going pivoting back to, to Saturday, we're going to spot a Hancock County on Saturday, May 8th. That's the Great Augusta Interfaith going and we start at 9 a.m. in that morning. There'll be information, food, entertainment, transportation, and vaccines. Again, come and join us. Thank you very much for allowing us to come on your broadcast to give this impromptu uh, notice to everyone about our about the Great Augusta Interfaith Educate the Vaccinate Program the Vaccine Voters Initiative. Thank you for allowing us to uh, encourage our friends, our neighbors to to do what you can do to help us to get rid of COVID-19. COVID-19 is not going in the world. We've experienced it not going in the world unless we get up and, and make it happen. And one way we can make it happen by taking the vaccine. Thank you very much. Again, this is the Reverend Christopher Johnson, the Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition. You can always reach us at COVID-19 at AugustaVote.com. COVID-19 at AugustaVote.com. Thank you very much. 
And may God bless you and thank you for allowing us to be on your program. Bye-bye now. Hello, I thank you all so very much for letting me come before you with an exciting, exciting event that's happening this weekend, May 8th. Uh, first, we'll be beginning at the Southgate Plaza. That's where I want you to meet us at 2 p.m. And then at 4 p.m. at the James Brown Arena. And you're like, well, why am I coming to these places at 2 and 4? On May 8th, we are declaring the John Lewis National Day of Action. Everybody know John Lewis was a great man. He stood for civil rights. He stood for voting rights. And on this day, May 8th at 2 p.m., 4 p.m., we're asking everyone to come out and show your support for John Lewis. What is about to come before Congress in Washington, D.C. is the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. We need that act to be passed. It will be a remedy to the voter suppression bills that have been going on across the 47 different states of, United, of the United States of America. These voter suppression bills we know was not due to fraud, but it was due to the huge voter turnout that we saw right here in Georgia. Please come out on May 8th, 2 p.m. Southgate parking lot for the Votorcade. And then at the 4 p.m. Celebration Village, which is a rally full of speakers, free food, voter registration, roses for your moms, and meeting other activists at the James Brown Arena parking lot to, again, show your support for this John Lewis Voting Rights Act that needs to be passed by Congress. We're calling our elected officials to hold them accountable and get this act passed so that we no longer have our votes suppressed. This is a little good trouble for you all to get into. If you remember, John Lewis would also say that you should search for the necessary good trouble. On May 8th at two, Votorcade is leaving out. We will give you supplies to decorate your vehicles. And at 4 p.m., we will culminate with a very, very wonderful rally again at the James Brown parking lot on the 7th Street side. A few of our sponsors here that are helping us, we have Georgia Shift, the New Georgia Project, the 1970 Augusta Riot Observance, Freddie May Foundation, the League of Women Voters, NAN, which is the National Action Network, NAACP, Black Voters Matter, and also we have the Panhelic Society. My name is Tracy George. I am with the People's Agenda and we are a civil rights organization dedicated to looking for this good trouble and being champions and cha chaplains of justice. I thank you and I'll see you on Saturday. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.